stories, scripts, and conversations with creators. This is the Brave Maker Podcast. Oh my gosh, this is too good. Well, welcome to the Brave Maker online experience. I'm Tony Gapastone, and I'm with my beautiful, creative, and outgoing co-host, Christina Jackson. Hey, what's going on, Tony? We got a great show today. Oh man, I hope you are watching uh, this, but if you're not watching it, you're listening to it on the audio replay via our podcast, then please check the show notes and watch the three-minute theatrical reel of our guest, yeah. The 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 infamous Telvin Griffin. What's up, Telvin? What's up? How y'all doing? <laughs> Valentine's hey. Day. Valentine's Day. That was so hard not to laugh. <laughs> ah man, I said, what you say? Valentine's. I'm trying to get this hundred thousand points so we can go and do what we gotta do. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I met Telvin Griffin uh, two years ago. So shout out to my friend, Jeremy Ray Valdez, who's also Jeremy. been a guest on the show. We saw you in a scene with him from The Bold and the Beautiful. Yeah, yeah, man. You know, that 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 working on that show changed my whole perspective and it kind of changed my whole idea of what it means to go hard out here in LA. You know what I'm saying? As I went to that set every single day, I noticed how those actors just came to the set, get new lines each and every day and just go hard in the paint. I was like, oh, yeah, this is what I want to be. Because people don't know the hard work. And Jeremy has told me this, too, that goes behind the scenes when you're on a broadcast show like a soap opera they do what is it like 40 50 something like that pages a day a day More? a day and and i'm talking you're going in between it's like you get to the set eight in the morning all right you got to make sure you're in makeup by nine it's camera time we on camera so that means you got to take your, your your time wisely and go get your makeup right because that there's nobody's coming to your trailer saying or to your room and saying uh mr griffin you ready no 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 you got to go get your own stuff and go get your own makeup ready and then be there ready to be shooting at nine. So it, it, if you really love this game and you love this industry, not just for the jobs, but just the experiences, you know, you really make it a point to make sure you take care of everything that you got to do. And while you're doing it, you leaving some impact of yourself there. So people want you to come back. Yeah, that's good. So you played a cop on The Bold and the Beautiful. Met, yeah. met, you met Jeremy there. And then we met in L.A. Yeah. Uh, yeah. to do a table read for this feature film. And sure. I, ha I have got to play uh, a clip from the YouTube video that I, I made. So, so I met Telvin in June of 2018. I was just, you know, playing around with my, my phone, making YouTube videos and stuff. And so I said, hey, I asked all the actors, like, hey. Um, I said, tell me, like, how do you keep creative? What do you do for, like, um, your inspiration? And so let me just quickly play <laughs> this, uh, what, what Talvin does to stay creative. So take a, take a look at this. Take a watch and a look at what Talvin said. 
Yo, what up, y'all? I'm Telvin Griffin, man. I'm a country boy from Arkansas, living out here in California, trying to live the life as an actor. At least trying to, you know. What do I do to keep me sharp? I smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, get Jericho. It's in Walmart, everywhere, nationwide. Jericho, pick it up today. All right, peace. What's Jericho? Is that weed? Oh, that Oh, Jericho's a film. Jericho's a film. No, that's a film. That's a film. If you can get some Jim Walmart, let me know. That's going to be like my clickbait right now. Oh, my mercy. Uh, I, 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 I was like, I knew I liked Talvin after that moment, even Damn. so, even much more. That, that, that right there, that's, we need to, we need to archive that one. That's going to be a forever funny one. When you win your award and people are doing the back checking on all your past YouTube videos or tweets, yeah. you're like, um, wait, he, what? Yeah. Oh, he does that. Oh, no, I don't feel alone. <laughs> I don't feel I alone. I don't feel alone. Uh-uh. You're in the right state. You, huh? You're in the right state. You're a long mm -hmm. way from Arkansas. Man, I'm, I'm, I'm loving it. But I will say this though, I had to cook some soul food a couple of days ago because look here now. Hey, I love California, and y'all got some really good weather. You know, I, you got the beaches, you got the water. Even though I can't swim, that's <laughs> between us. I'm the stereotypical black man. I really am. I can't swim. I'm gonna learn how to swim though. I promise. I'm, I'm gonna learn. But every now and then, I gotta give me some soul food. I gotta go back home. I gotta go back to the south. It ain't nothing like the south. We crazy down there. Are you saying you're making it yourself, Telvin? Are you taking up soul food right now? Are you? I did. Okay. What did you make? Some some candy ass black eyed peas and, and a couple of steaks. A couple of steaks and put no collard greens on there. I don't understand the difference. Listen, that's, good, that's, that's the one thing I was missing was the collard greens. You, Christina, you already know. You I gotta get my black card in one second. Okay, I've never. I gotta say, I've never had collard greens before. So until oh, until that happens, I don't know what 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 my life has been to this moment. So help me out, Christina. Black eyed peas and the collard greens. We don't really know what you're doing. You know? Man, you gonna have to get you some of them collard greens now. So you thought you thought you were listening to a podcast about film and TV, but we're talking culture because it's all a part. It's all a part of this creative endeavor. Right. If you don't have culture, then you don't probably need to be in the industry because if you don't have culture, that means you don't stick out. And if you don't stick out, that means you're too much too busy sticking in. So Delvin me is I stick out. Yeah, let's talk about that because yeah. that's been sort of your thing, right? Like you came out to Hollywood and bring us into the story. Like how are you sticking in and sticking out and how are you staying in the game? Let's hear about your yeah. backstory. Dude, I, I graduated college in 2012 and I was not really wanting to do broadcast journalism. Like I, I, it was cool. It was fun. You know, coming up next on ESPN Sports Center, can the Los Angeles Lakers really bring the championship back to Los Angeles. We'll talk with LeBron James. That like I that was fun, but it really wasn't something that roused me like creatively, like my gift. And I know I just love to make people smile and make people laugh and inspire people and motivate people. And so after I hosted a pageant show in high school, 
this couple, this old couple, this old white couple said, young man, you just remind us of Wayne Brady. And I thought, <laughs> I was like, you know what? And from that moment, the, 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 the name Denzel Washington just kept popping in my mind. Like, watch this guy, watch him, study him, learn about him. And that kind of stuck with me as I started transitioning. So you fast forward to 2014, you know what I'm saying? I had to go through a humbling phase. You know, I had to move back to the crib with my folks. I had to sleep on the couch. You know what I'm saying? I, I had to really reassess some things because I'm chasing money at this time, right? I'm chasing money because I'm trying to make my folks believe that I belong in this industry. And they're wondering how am I spending so much money maxing out my credit card to go to these auditions five or six hours away, but I'm not booking nothing when they don't really understand the industry. You get told 99.9% .9 of the time. What? No. Mm -hmm. So I had to keep going. And one thing about me is if you doubt me, if you give up on me, if you make me second guess what I know I'm supposed to be doing, I'm going hard. And when I go hard, I get quiet. When I get quiet, I get secluded. When I get secluded, you better back the hell up because I'm <laughs> coming. You ain't even going to understand what hit you. Yeah. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's beautiful. That's you know what I'm saying. And, and while I'm doing it at the same time, guess what? Now I get to help influence others, not only by my gift, but I can just help them, inspire them. You know, it's people out there that don't really have, you know, uh, um, um, high self-esteem. You know what I'm saying? They get they get, you know, depressed sometimes. What can I say to lift them up? Be like, man, keep your head up. We're going to be straight. Mm -hmm. we, man, it, look, we're going to be straight. If you keep at what you're doing and you believe what you're doing, at some point, the right time, the right place, the right person is going to elevate you where nobody else could take you away from. But it's OK to work separate jobs while you pursue that gift that you notice in you, because while somebody be giving up on you, you don't give up on you. Mm -hmm. You are created different from everybody. That's why we all have different DNA. So scientifically, you are literally different from anybody else on this planet unless you are twins. And I think even at twins, you got different DNA. So why are we trying to be like everybody when everybody got a separate thing that we all can contribute cor corporately to make one big goal? Everybody prospering. That's what my vision is. I want to see everybody prospering. So if I got to back away from the crowd for a little bit to just reassess things, evaluate things to make sure I got myself straight and make sure that when the time comes for us to get elevated, because, you know, it's going to be a time where we get elevated. Those who've been in the grind in the trenches, we like some young lions waiting to come out. Arr, we ferocious, ready, bold. We ready. So the time coming for us to take our stand to the point where, look, we're going to start motivating people that were literally on the brink of maybe suicide, maybe on the brink of, man, I got to move back home, man. I'm, I'm, I'm a man. Go try that lift. If you got to mm -hmm. go work at that restaurant, if you got to go do what you got to do, because at the end of the day, when the time comes, that's a part of your testimony. That's why we different. That's a part of your story. That's all Hollywood is, a combination of stories being mm -hmm. told in different ways. That's all Hollywood is. <laughs>
Mm -hmm. Come on, on, pastor. Everybody comes with a story. And what Hollywood is saying is, wow, man, is this something somebody will be interested in? And what people are quickly finding out is people are interested in your story because they did not know that there was somebody that was operating and going through the same shit that they was going through. So now that they know that somebody got serious and got focused in and had to get rid of some people, had to shut their crowd down a little bit, they had to focus in mentally on what it is they was designed to do, that's when they started seeing stuff happen. That's when Brave Maker Podcast started happening. That's when you started showing people how to write movie scripts and write TV shows and stuff. And now they got the confidence to go back to their crib. And now when they used to have a mental block or writer's block, now they know where to instantly go to pull that inspiration from the story, bro. That's what it is, what it means to give back. Like, I don't even understand why some celebrity, like, I got a few celebrity friends that that talk to me and, and you know, give me some, some wisdom nuggets. But then I know some that don't even help nobody. You should want to help people. That's what the goal of passing generational wisdom on. You're making it a little easier on the next batch of actors, writers, directors. Mm-hmm. So they don't hit the same stumbling box you hit. That's the kind of vein I operate in now. And it caused me to be, it caused me to have to be secluded at times, but in my seclusion, I'm developing into something that's going to impact a whole nation. That's going to impact a whole generation mm-hmm. to come. Cause it ain't about me. I'm trying to pull myself out. I'm trying to pull myself out so I can't get distracted. I can't go with the crowd all the time. Man, I'm in L.A., man. People will call me. People will say I live a boring life because I don't go out. I don't go out. I don't I don't do nothing. I, I chill at the crib. Are you just working on the crafts, doing monologues, doing your lines, that kind of thing? No time I'm to go out? I'm working on a podcast that I'm getting ready to put on Facebook that's going to educate a lot of the Southern voters who are Trump supporters who didn't even understand that they were manipulated by Facebook psychological warfare. That's mm-hmm. a duty that I'm using. That's how I'm putting my broadcast journalism degree to use. Right. At forty thousand dollars, I'm in debt right now and tax refunds be getting taken from the the Treasury program because I can't afford it. Why? Because I believe in this dream. I'm willing to die for this dream. You hear me? Yeah. That's why nothing to get in my way. Yeah. That's why I tell people you ain't never met a nigga like me. Nothing will get in my way. No distraction, no nothing. I will humble myself to let go of something if it gets to the point where I can't I can't manage it no more. If I feel my if I feel my point ain't being made across for somebody to understand what's happening in the current season that we in, I wash my hands of it and humble myself and let it go and realize that some things you just can't make work when it's out of season. Yeah. Talk to us about that. The you kind of touched on relationship stuff in in Hollywood, but even you know, in the entertainment industry, in life, we all have to find the strength to draw boundaries to recognize just people who aren't helping us move forward there are people that tend to drag us down uh, when it comes to our creative identity when it comes to our ideas you know i have found that there are people who are willing to you know pat me on the back and and head nod and go okay then there are people who are willing to like wrap their arms around and walk forward and like figure out anything they can do to um, help. And then there are people who I go know have resources or uh, could have abilities, but don't. And you go, how do I, how do you handle that? It sounds like you're saying you've had to recognize a lot of the 
cutting off. I don't know if I'm reading into that, but what yeah. would you say about that? Man, for me, what I've learned is the first thing that I instantly, the, 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 what I learned from my mom and my dad is when you go somewhere, you find out how you can serve you, nigga. You, you find out how you can help them. You understand me? You figure out whatever it is they need because nine times out of 10, they used to people got their hand out. See, I, what money, fame, that, that shit don't bother me. What, you multimillionaire, billionaire, that don't bother me. Because nine times out of 10, you are miserable behind closed doors and you're not saying nothing. Mm -hmm. But if you let me come into your life, I'm not a yes man. I'm going to hold you accountable. That's why I hold dear to my heart people that I can trust with wisdom to tell me to be on you know, point or to humble me with some correction. Mm -hmm. Because Hollywood full of yes men. I'm not a yes man. I'm going to be honest with you. And if you show me, let me help you. See, if I help you, you'll be able to help me and then I'll be able to help you even more. I'm loyal like that, even though some people don't even recognize it at the beginning. They don't even know that in your heart. You see, that's why people, I have to understand that people's opinions don't matter about me no more. Because at the end of the day, y'all don't, they don't know my heart. See, I've already, I know I'm going to make $20 million movies. I know I'm going to get an Academy Award at some point in my career. And with them $20 million movie, $2 million of that is instantly going back to my, to my community, to Texarkana. It's time to build up a new generation. I, look, I made it out of Texarkana. I'm able to be on TV. People in Texarkana, that is like, that is like a joy to them when they see me on TV. You know, they're like, oh, my God, you, I saw you on Dynasty. Oh, my God, I saw you on Bold and Beautiful. And I'm like, yeah, I'm coming to come back home. So it's more young African-American teenagers or white, whatever, that's got a gift that feel like they can't use it or tap into it because of what, they want, what their parents want them to do. I'm coming back to show them, listen, find out what your kids are good at, invest in it. You build up a community that's a spread. And before you know it, you got communities all over the country. See, it's bigger than me. It's bigger than me. These kids, man, they don't, they don't have no life anymore. They own electronics and it's messing up their brains. That's why I'm on Facebook about to do my podcast because scientifically has proven that because they get on Facebook and all of this stuff, psychologically, their self-esteem went down. I'm disappointed in that. That's did why you, Republicans need to go to jail for that. Did you watch the social dilemma? Man, the documentary? Yeah. That blew my so, mind. Social Dude. dilemma on Netflix. If you have not seen it, do yourself the favor and watch it. It's on Netflix. It was a Sundance selected documentary. Amazing. Came out in January, or it was in January 2020 of Sundance, and it just got released this summer. Must watch, definitely must watch. And man, y'all cut me off, man, when y'all want to come in because you know, I, when I when I start flowing, I, I, I'm flowing <laughs> with passion and inspiration. We see that, we like that. Come and, on, and so, and, so and, and, and it's my it's my job and to 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 inspire the audience, whoever's listening. And when they leave this show and they 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 listen to this podcast, they listen to it, and I leave some 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 influence behind. Yo, let's stay hungry. Mm -hmm. Don't don't worry about this time we in right now. This is the time where you building that story mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. from the experience that you're going through. Go ahead, Christina. So we have so many artists on here, and a lot of them say they have this imposter syndrome 
I feel like you have the exact opposite. You have such a strong, passionate sense of self. Where do you think that comes from? How do you believe so strongly in yourself and what you're doing? What is your platform that emboldens you every day to do what it is that you're doing? Man, let me tell you something. Jesus Christ is my dude. Mm -hmm. Do you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Like I, that changed. I literally was on my patio and I literally had an encounter with him. And I literally started crying right there on the patio. Literally, me and my lady was on the patio chilling. She was on the phone. I don't know what she was doing. She probably didn't even remember. But I, I just started, I started crying. And he told me, he said, it's bigger than you. Humble yeah. yourself. Don't be scared to ask people for anything. But humble yourself and get to know me because you get to know me. I can do greater things through you that will change, transform people. People that think they ain't good enough. I will change yeah. they thinking for you because of me. Mm -hmm. They will understand they can come from a trailer in Texarkana, eat cereal with water, syrup sandwiches, and then live in a two-bedroom house with your grandparents while your mom worked two jobs and you eating Fruit Loops for dinner. They will understand you can come from that. It's all a part of the journey. That's what gives me that fire and that passion. Woo! Woo! We we in church. We are in church, and that's what I wanted to say, Tony. Like how, you guys, how are you guys drawn together? Because Tony is a man of the cult. I mean, come on, this is yeah. wild. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, that. I mean, yeah, that for Christina and I, we both have you know faith background, both a part of our our stories, and I mean, Brave Maker isn't a faith based organization, but every person I believe. Uh, has a sense of self and a sense of other, you know, uh, worldness, whether you call it the universe or God. But it's cool when people get really specific about how that influences their work and how that mm -hmm. influences their journey. And if you look at a lot of my my work, I mean, like you talked about having multiple jobs. Well, it's funny, like my other job is working for a church, mm -hmm. but I, I don't see like a dichotomy or a separateness, even though I have this job and that job. It's like, I just happen to be a filmmaker who happens to be a pastor who happens to write and, you know, scripts as well as, you know, speak sermons. So it's just really interesting. I love when we, I meet other people like yourself who that's a part of their story. And at the same time, I often go to, um, there is an exploration that's needed. Like we need to tell stories that give people permission to ask questions about God and, and greater understanding of the world and what happens when you die. And then also how those political or those systems influence us yeah. spiritually, politically, racially, you know, how oppression is sometimes funneled through, you know, religion and right. broken systems like that. Right. And even in the entertainment industry, like, you know, it was great. There's, there's a lot, there's, there's the Jewish faith, there's the Christian faith, you know, there's a, a Muslim faith. And sometimes that is a part of our um, ostracization, ostracization, as well as our lack of inclusivity. I mean, Christina, we're just talking about, I had sent her this clip from Variety Magazine, how, uh, the lack of people of color on screen is just ludicrously insane. Like 60 some percent of the roles in 2019 were to Caucasian people. And I think something like 80% was like to, to men, Christina, I forgot, but yeah, like the lack of diversity 
in storytelling, whether it comes to religion or whether it comes to your ethnicity. Like these are things we need to see more of and be proactive in. Here's the thing. It's the ultimate story, a race Mm -hmm. that was sold to America. Mm -hmm. They came, they worked, then they got freed. They stopped working for free and all of a sudden became lazy, but they endured Jim Crow, segregation, continue to still deal with voting rights in 2020. They continue to persevere mm-hmm. off the backs of their generations. It's the ultimate story that always gets told from another perspective. And listen, I, hey, you can be white and tell a black story if you got some black writers. Because I believe Writing is a gift, and everybody should be able to exercise their gift. But now, listen, you can't be telling my story and you don't have nobody that looked like me in the room because now you're going off of what you see and not what you have experienced. So, I believe that the time is coming where literally diversity is about to be a must. Mm-hmm. It's not even going to be second guess, they're going to be scared to not even have 50 50. You're going to start seeing more black CEOs of studios, period. More women of, of, of color in CEO positions, head of studios. More black actors getting talent deals. More women being paid the same that men get paid. That's an ego thing. And I don't know when it started, but bruh. She literally doing the same thing you doing. Y'all are saying y'all on the same level. Don't let that one or that two on that call sheet get to your head. I don't ever understand why they even do. I know why they do it on call sheets. I think it's ego. I, I don't know what it. Listen, I'm just I'm just voicing my opinion. I don't know what it means. So let me not say anything. So because I, I have no idea and y'all can help me with that. But for me, whatever number I'm on the call sheet, that doesn't matter. So we get to a point where we recognize everybody's worth in it. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the woman's name, but I heard a podcast. I want to say something like she started this organization on Instagram. I'm going to find out while you're all talking next. And they are trying to redesign the call sheet. They're trying to change the call sheet. So it's not organized by hierarchy, by who's first, Uh, even in captains and key, you know, team leaders on the crew. They're trying to organize, organize it by alphabetical (laughs) order. Right. Like how interesting would that yeah. be to level the playing right. field so you don't walk on set and feel like, well, I'm the last on the call sheet, so I'm nothing. But she's saying, no, because we can't make this show without everybody contributing. We can't make it without the, the lead actor and we can't make it without the PA. So let's just level that up. And it's really cool, like subversive. I love that. To, I'm going to do some research while you're all talking. But Christina, tag tag the next the next section. What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? I want to talk about privilege and oppression. So why is it, you know, you sent me the article this morning from Variety and it had 65.7% of the voices on film being heard are Caucasian, you know, and we're trying to change that and the rest of, you know, the pie or for the rest of us to split up and we have these tiny little slithers. So what is it that we need to do as artists, as actors, as filmmakers to start shifting the tide where it's recognized where you're oppressing a character, you're oppressing a storyline in here And what's the point to elevate whose story? You know, when are we going to tell stories that elevate everyone and we don't need to have a token or a trope, this or that, where people's stories are valued? Mm, That's good. That's good. I think 
Oh, that's a, that's 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 a good question. Honestly, in order for in order for that to really happen, they're going to have to put more of us mm-hmm. on the sets themselves. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? In yeah. positions of power that are in the video village. Yeah. When, 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 like, like when I was shooting deputy and, and, and this is why I say I'm a junkie about it because I value my gift. Cause I'm, I'm not wasting nobody's time because I want everybody to be working in harmony together to make this show the best show on television. So after you shoot a take, guess what they say? Check it. Where they checking it at? In the video village? Well, if we don't have nobody in the video village to say, oh, well, they'll be okay with it in New York. We'll be okay. No, 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 no. If you got somebody in the video village that can say, no, that's actually oppressing his character in a way where that's not really how that would be. And that could be offensive borderline. And it's really not the truth. So let's tell the truth and let's be honest about it. If you want to get a take this way, cool. Let's get a take your way. And I want to get a take my way. That type of code equality. That's cool. That's Tony, that reminds me of the other uh, actors we were talking to about having an intimacy coordinator on set. What if you had a diversity coordinator, someone on set that was representing the best interest? They were in the video village. They are seeing that footage, and they're not going to allow for any character to be oppressed in order to elevate another character, especially if the character being oppressed is a minority. Yeah. And that needs to start in the writer's room, right? So right. I know that the Writers Guild of America is trying to be more inclusive, and they're trying to do – there's a, a group called Thai that my friend Angela Harvey, so shout out to Angela Harvey. She's at Nations Film on Twitter and Instagram, but she uh, is currently writing on a Disney Plus show and she was on um, Station 19 in Shonda Rhimes' room. But she's basically talking about like, you need to be evaluating, every TV show needs to be evaluating and submitting their their numbers on who's in the room um Mm. are there people with disabilities are there people of color are there people in the lgbtq community because those stories like so obviously there's a hierarchy and i just found the the people i was talking about so there's an there's a group on instagram they're a company called light is lit the light is lit they're about dismantling system systemic inequity in film production and creating a whole new model so you should definitely follow them we should actually have them on the podcast i think i heard them on another podcast but they're all about finding new ways to deal with this but it starts with who's green lighting things who gets to say what um stories are going to go into production right and telvin you already said it if if we don't have people of color who are green lighting stories about people of color well there's probably some problems there yeah. and if we don't have people in those rooms who are writing that like and you can't just have one person of color who is representing all of the journeys of people right. of color in the world right just like one gay person or one lgbt person can't represent all of the, the the journeys of lgbt people it really is important so and that's why i think for me as a person in majority culture, in you know, orientation, in gender, in uh, ethnicity, it's like, I need I need it for myself. I need diversity in my life because it's just gonna make my stories better. Yeah. If I, But if I see it as a, as a threat, like these are taking away from my, my rights and opportunities, then I'm missing it because, mm. you know, like I wanna tell, I wanna be a good storyteller wow. and it only benefits me to have a diverse 
creative community and from business. Christina's educated to be on this. That's her major. She's a business person. Like it makes business sense. It's commercially profitable to be a diverse creative community. Like that's yeah. what gets me is the people who push against it. They don't get that this is actually limiting your profits, you know, to, to, to want to have this monolithic type of storytelling vehicle. It's just crazy to me. Yeah. And, and I was going to say on top of that, you know, if, if they don't want to, you know what I'm saying? Move in that direction, then it's going to have to be more people taking a stand. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, you got to go to the root of the matter. Why, mm -hmm. why don't y'all want diversity in your room? Mm -hmm. Because there was a time where Sidney Poitier or Harry Belafonte couldn't even kiss a white woman on screen mm -hmm. because you were scared of the movie sales in the South. So mm -hmm. is it really something that is, or is it business-wise because of your dollars? You don't mm -hmm. think America's ready to see real stories. Well, the Cosby mm -hmm. show was good. You know, that, that, that doesn't excuse Bill Cosby, what he did. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, because he, you know, he's getting what he deserves, you know, but at the end of the day, that show was still one of the best shows on television. What a black story. Mm -hmm. No, I think Kelvin, you're, you're narrowing in on what the core issue is. We already know it's not about profits. We know that diversity and inclusion drive profits. We know yeah. that the show successful, so we're talking about racism. We are talking yeah. about, there you go. that's what's there holding you go. us back. If you're in the film industry, actually in any industry, trying to excel, trying to reach, trying to serve and give as Calvin is with your gifts, it's being complicated and obstructed by racism. Yeah. And you have to say it and you have to call it out or we can never correct a problem and start moving in the right direction. If it's like so mystifying, like, well, what's holding us back? We know what's holding us back. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's the issue, that's the core issue of the matter in everything about this country because it was built on the perspective of the white man. And it's it's fair to say that as we get further and further where we're going, they want to rewrite history and not even acknowledge the things that happened to us that we know happened, but they say they want to write rewrite history. If they just allowed each other to love, if you allowed blacks to love whites like we love our own, we would love y'all in ways that you could mm -hmm. even only imagine because it's in our DNA. We are the 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 first uh uh people on the earth, right? From Africa, right? So it's in our genes to be loving and to to be affectionate, to be compassionate, to help people, you know? So at the end of the day, if we don't address this race thing, mm -hmm. right? That's what's the core behind my podcast, the Griffin experience. You, you have a right to know that they manipulated you through fake propaganda. Yeah. You have a right to know that because they're still doing it and you are so far gone that they don't think you're paying attention because they think that you're dumb. And I'm from the South. So you represent me. Mm -hmm. so therefore what if my first approach ain't working when i was coming at you like a fool let me humble myself and let me figure out a different approach to still give you the same information i'm giving you i just figured out a different way that's where the podcast comes in when are you launching your podcast tuesday Okay, then. What up, man? All right. So where can people find you? And so that's Tuesday, October 6th. October 6th. When can, how can people find you? I know you're, so your um, Instagram is Telvin Griffin, G-R-I-F-F-I-N. 
And that's on the screen. It'll be in the show notes as well if you're listening. But what about for your podcast? So the podcast, um, it's going to be streamed live to Facebook on my account. And that's Telvin Griffin. It's a public account. So um, I'll put the link uh, more than likely on my Instagram so it'll take you straight to the account. Um, And then it'll be uploaded to the podcast platforms the uh, following day. So I'm I'm looking forward to it. Great, great, great. Are you using Anchor by any chance? I am using anchor that's what we use it's easy it's so great someone's working me through it so i'm i'm I'm, we'll we'll talk because i want to make sure i'm doing it the right way yeah let me know if i can help we can help it's really great and so simple and it gets to to everything that you need with one little simple platform click so well we can't let you go without showing uh a little teaser for your film can you tell us about tasmanian devil yeah so tasmanian devil is a film that basically brings a different perspective on the on the uh, fraternity life, right? Fraternities, you think of hazing, you think of this and that, you know, negative stuff. But this film, it shines a light on brotherhood, right? Iron sharpens iron, right? Uh, one man sharpens the character of another man. So th- the story is told from a, an African perspective. The director, he's African, Solomon mm-hmm. Onika. And the lead in the film is from Beast of No Nations, Abraham Atta. Mm. And he's ha- he has such an innocent look about him that, that really works well with the character. And it, it was a humbling experience to really help him and pour into him, you know what I'm saying, as a, as a co-worker. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So the film, the film is, is, is going to be great. You know, it, it, it's going to be good. And what is your role in it? I play DJ. And I am one of the big frat brothers. Okay. I'm playing all games. All right. Well, let's see a little uh, D- action from DJ. Stand by here, and we will watch this. If you are listening to this on the um, audio, we will make sure the link is in the show notes for you. Let us pray, Father. Every spirit of immorality, worldliness, and false idols, Lord. Remove it from the hearts of your people, Lord. The evils in which the enemy is moving in these end times. Father, be a shield. Father, be a focus. Hallelujah. Ready or not, here I come. You can hide. Ready or not, here I come. You can hide. You can, you can hide. Here I, you can, you can hide. Julius, die or God accepted to university in America. He was granted a scholarship. He wants to come and live with you. I want you guys to meet Dale. This is Pastor's son. Yeah, we met. He goes to ASU. This is one of the biggest rats on campus. Aren't you fraternity supposed to be able? Ah, bruh. From Nigeria, right? What's your GPA? Niggas got a 4.0. You trying to get down, bro? Look, bro, this shit might not be for you. Don't make this shit easy. I just want to get more involved. I don't want to be at home all the time. Damn, wake up. Time for morning prayer. In the morning, early in the morning, in the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord. In the morning, open your mouth. In the morning, in the morning, I will rise and praise the Lord. Amen. My whole life. I've been living under his shadow. I love you, my dear. But I'm going for God's work. 
try to become this man I never knew. You are the man of the house now. Is this what you come to America to do? Let this demonic crap out of my house! You're going back to Nigeria tomorrow. If you could go tonight, it's a better. I need you out. Over at college fraternity. Working the tall Alpha Zeta, nigga. You gotta work for this shit. You gotta earn every. Right. You gotta be dedicated and committed and willing to do whatever is necessary to become a proud jazz man. That shit gonna get real. Huh? But that's the path we all took to get here. Oh, yeah, shake body, they calema, sagacite, equilibre, farotema, they calle, they calle, cricata, 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 pom, pom. Something that music is jamming. Yeah. Oh, you're on mute now. Let me unmute you. That looked amazing. I cannot wait to watch Tasmanian Devil. Wow. Yeah, Telvin, when you unmute yourself, tell us when when this is coming out. I didn't even know, my my soundboard just clicked off, but I don't know. They're in distribution talks right now. So cool. since ABFF, you know what I'm saying, award win, um, they're in distribution talks to get it. Somewhere. All right. Well, FF is the American Black Film Festival. American Black yeah. Film Festival in Miami. Nice. And, and let me just say, let me just say to y'all, I'm proud of both of y'all because yo, th this is this is this is good. This is how you how you use all your resources for good. You feel me? Yeah. Like I don't know if enough people tell you that, but I'm telling you this. Continue doing what you're doing. Thank you. If it yeah. makes your heart happy and you know what you if you know that you know that you know <laughs> that what you're doing is good and benefiting others, continue to do it. Please. Thank you. Thank you. Wow, you have poured into us today. Wow. Telvin, yeah, thank you so much, man. From the first time we met talking about weed, so here we go. <laughs> talking right. about inspiration, inspiration. going after your dreams and yeah. not and then pushing off the imposter syndrome. Let's keep talking about you and producing stuff and yeah. partner stuff, partnership stuff. Mm -hmm. I, I'd love to you know, keep this conversation going. And when this film comes out, have you back or have some of your other castmates or director on or whoever happy to promote hey, Tasmanian I, Devil? Yeah, man, I appreciate you guys. And look, when y'all get good and settled in and I get good and settled in on my podcast, yes. I would love to have you both on and we'll ah, just, yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Yes, we got it. We're in it. All right. Uh, well, as always, I'd like to remind you uh, if you're watching or listening, that Brave Maker is a 501c3 nonprofit. We cannot do this work without you and your support. So if you go to our website, it's bravemaker.com. You can make a donation, bravemaker.com slash donate. Anything that you give is tax deductible. So how beautiful is that? We also have free. Uh, workshops, free movies, free things that you want to stay connected to. And that's our email list, which is bravemaker.com slash buzz. And if you go to that, you'll get all the information about our virtual party that's coming up on October 24th. We are having a release of our animated first animated show called Piccolo that stars Loretta Devine as the voice of the queen in the land of Amoria. So come find out more about that. We'll also be talking about Christina's new 
podcast. Christina's busy. She's got a new podcast coming out called Wheel Queens, which is about putting disability back into diversity to wheelchair. Miss California wheelchair winners will talk about life, art, and all the good things that come with uh, making awareness for people with uh, disabilities. We're excited to launch that October 24th. Don't miss it. Go to our website, bravemaker.com. And finally, we always like to remind people that brave stories change the world. And Christina, you are the story. You are the story. So thanks very much for watching, everyone. Thanks to Telvin Griffin, our Thank special you. guest. And we'll end with our commercial about our upcoming class as well as merchandise. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Brave Maker podcast. Subscribe, give us a rating, and share with a friend. Brave Maker is a 501c3 nonprofit organization. Our work is funded by generous patrons like you. Support the podcast with a tax-deductible donation at bravemaker.com. Brave stories change the world. You are the story.